Hello and welcome to the All Rookie Podcast. Today is October 24th, 2023, and I'm your host, William Harris, aka William is Bill. So great to be back with you guys today. The NBA season starts today. We have made it. Can you believe it? And I'm here on this episode to talk about how the rookies fare in the preseason because for the most part, probably all you heard from the rookies were Chet versus Wimby, Wimby versus Chet. And it was an amazing duel they had and just amazing preseason overall for those two. But the other rookies stepped up. There's some other guys that you need to know about and how they did. And the national media is not going to cover that. So that's what I'm here for. So we're going to get into that. You know, I know you heard about Dame and Giannis, guys on their new teams, all that good stuff. But for today, let's have a preseason wrap-up for all your rookies. So let's get straight to it like it's nothing to it. First, let's go with the stat-leading categories, the players that had the most in each category. You get what I'm saying. Points, of course, Victor Wembanyama, 19. He led all rookies in points. Rebounds is a surprise here, but Asar Thompson, Led all rookies in rebounds with nine, nine per game. And he's a small for it. I mean, technically, he he's a multi-positional player. But nine rebounds for someone that's not a center, very impressive. For assist, if you want to count Visele Misic as a rookie, he and Scoot tied with six assists as far as the stat leading categories. Visele Misic is 29 years old. So that's why I don't know if you want to count him or not, but <laughs> he's technically a rookie. And for blocks, Victor Wembanyama with three, led all rookies. Steals, Bilal Kulabali, led all rookies with three. Now, as far as statistics overall, um, pretty much going to go in order from best to worst. I'm going to name like 25 rookies, how they did give you their stats. So here we go. Number one, of course, Victor Wembanyama, 19 points per game, five boards, one and a half assists, one steal. And like I said, with those three blocks per game, Victor Wembanyama had an incredible preseason. I mean, I mean, yeah, preseason. I mean, you can't ask for much more. He showed everything he can do. He did not get injured. So that's what you want. And, you know, it was a time where he was doing so much. I was like, okay. Sit him down. It's not, we don't need to see anything else. Um, but there are some concerns still. You know, I am, I don't know if you want to say, famously known as the person that had Victor as the third prospect in his draft class, and that is because of the way he plays. He's not playing like a traditional center. He's not playing like a traditional anything. He's nothing we've seen before. Um, he's playing like a guard at times, a center at times, and I think he – could find himself in a situation where he's doing too much and he could easily get injured. But scare money don't make no money. So for now, Victor Wimiyama lit up the preseason and I loved it. Hope you all did as well. I hope he can keep it up. <clears throat> so 19 points, five boards. You want to see those rebounds up a little bit more. But like I said, he's playing inside and outside. So we'll see how that may switch up in the regular season, if at any. We will see. Next, if you want to, this is kind of like a bonus. If you want to count Chet as a rookie, I don't. The NBA will because he missed out on his preseason. So, I mean, you can put Chet on this list at 16 points, five boards, and two blocks. Um, 
I just technically don't count him as a rookie, but I will mention his name. People are going to kill me because he's not on this list right here. But technically, if you want to count him as a rookie, he's on the list. All right, next, let's go to Julian Strother from the Nuggets, the biggest surprise, I believe, thus far in the entire preseason. He averaged 18 points per game, a half block per game, lit it up out there for the preseason for the Nuggets. You know, shot 45% from three. That is truly impressive. His other statistics are not really there, but in four games, he showed that he is one of the best rookies in his class. He's a prospect, Julian Strother, that I thought could have came out last year. He had an incredible college career. He decided to stay in college again to move up in the draft. He didn't really move up. 28th pick in the draft. He's showing everyone why experience does matter. Um, You don't necessarily want to write off the guys that have been in college two or three years, especially if they go to a good team. Guys like Julian Strother can really flourish. We will see how that will work in Denver. We don't know if he's going to find a role right away. He's kind of going to be competing with Peyton Watson. Uh, So we'll see. But, I mean, he's shown enough in the summer league and preseason to where he should get minutes on this Denver Nuggets team. Next is Scoot Henderson at number three. 13 and a half points, six uh, assists per game. Like I said, leader in assists per game. Not many other stats. So you really want to see steals go up a little bit. He had half a steal per game. But in 28 minutes, he probably was on cruise control in the um, preseason, but he showed a lot of good things. He was very confident in shooting the three, hit a lot of nice three-pointers out there. Three-point percentage was only 29.5%, but it's still an improvement from what he was in the G League, and his form and confidence seem to be there. So very pleased with Vic, with Scoot. I think he'll have a great season running the show in Portland. Number four, Asar, Asar Thompson from the Detroit Pistons. Average 12 points, nine boards. Like I said, leader of all rookies and rebounds with nine boards, three assists, one steal, one block per game. Mr. Do-It-All, Asar Thompson. He uh, has been debated whether he's going to start or not. They say he was going to come off the bench, but I mean, he is pushing four minutes on this team right away. He's a multi-dimensional player. I love how he can do everything. Like him and his brother really can't play multiple positions, but Asar can probably play the one through four. It's kind of crazy. Um, and I was not high on Asar coming into this draft class, but he's uh, like the multi-tool knife, you know, <laughs> got the screwdriver, the wrench, all this stuff on the one little pocket knife thing. Asar Thompson is that, and he impressed in this preseason, in my opinion. Next, his brother, number five, Amen Thompson, almost 12 points, four and a half boards, three assists, one steal per game, and he just showed those flashes of electricity, and if there was no Fred Van Fleet, whoo, I would love to have seen Amen Thompson run the show for the Rockets, but he's still going to get to show them everything he has, you know. Fortunately for him, Kevin Porter Jr. will not be there, which, you know, anyway, we're not going to mention Kevin Porter Jr., but that does open up minutes for Amen, and he should have a nice rookie season. Next, let's get into Cam Whitmore. Very good, very impressive preseason. You know, in the summer league, he was the MVP. In this preseason, 11.5 points, three boards, one and a half blocks per game. 
And he showed how, you know, never thought he would be buried on the bench in Houston. But I mean, he's shown that he is probably the best small four they have. He may he won't start right away, but there's a chance Cam Whitmore could be getting some big minutes on this Rockets team. You know, Jayshon Tate is hurt. <clears throat> Dylan Brooks is, you know, who knows where his mind is half the time. But look out for Cam Whitmore in Houston. Next, Marcus Sasser put up some nice performances with Detroit as well. Ten and a half points, four assists per game. His only issue is finding time on that roster. You know, you have Kay, you have Jaden Ivey, so it's going to be hard for him to crack the rotation. I expect him to be in the G League all year, <clears throat> but we will see. Marcus Sasser, he did definitely impress and shot 40% from three. So his only knock is his height. He's like six one, six two, but he's a really good point guard, really good guard. Marcus Sasser for Detroit. Number eight, Imani Bates for the Cavs. Ten and a half points per game. Not much else, you know. Two and a half boards, half a steal here, half a block there. Um, you want to see the other categories come up, but in fifteen minutes per game, to have ten and a half points per game. That goes to show you he can still light it up, given the opportunity. I cannot wait to see him grow into his body. He's still skinny, long, lanky out there and doing this. So two, maybe two years from now, he's going to look incredible out there with the more filled-in body. He's He could be unstoppable. <laughs> so Cleveland could have something here with Imani Bates as a surprise second-round pick. But for me, obviously, I had him in as a top 15 player in this draft. So, uh, Cleveland must have listened to me and they got a steal. <laughs> no, I don't know. But uh, next, we have Jordan Hawkins, the same 10 and a half points per game with the Pelicans. Not much else, <clears throat> but we know he's a knockdown three-point shooter. He may find some time in the rotation until Trey Murphy gets back because he's going to fill that three-point shooting role. But I don't know if he's ready. We will see. <clears throat> Next, we have Keontae George, preseason summer league darling. Ten and a half points, three and a half assists. I'm interested to see how the Jazz are going to use Keontae George. I'm going to assume he's going to come off the bench, at least for the first part of the season. But we will see. Um, he has shown everything that he can do. He's impressed everyone. Everyone had him as... You know, someone with low expectations, and he surpassed that plus more. You know, he was my sixth-ranked prospect in this class, and he's playing like it. You know, so it all depends on the opportunity he gets. Next, Ben Shepard with nine and a half points per game for the Indiana Pacers. <clears throat> Not much else to mention. 34.5% from three. He will be buried on the rotation probably in the G League all year, but it's good to see Ben Shepard showing what he can do. Kind of like Julian Strother, uh, guys that are um, older. Uh, he went to a small school, so he was slept on, but he balled out, so it's good to see. Next, we have Hunter Tyson. This is a guy I'm really high on. Hunter Tyson for the Nuggets. Big man, but not a center technically. He's a shooter. Nine and a half points per game, four and a half boards, two assists, one steal per game. <clears throat> he, he only shot 28% from three, but like I said, he's like six foot nine. He can fill that role as backup power forward, backup center. 
depending on the lineups. And he played great in the preseason, great in the summer league. They gave him 25 minutes per game. So they don't have much depth as far as big guys. And Michael Porter Jr. is hurt already. So it's a chance Hunter Tyson will get some minutes on this Nuggets team. Look out. 13, Jet Howard, nine points per game. Not many other stats, but he shot 39% from three, and that is just what the Orlando Magic need. He showed a lot of good potential out there in the preseason. And, you know, his clips going around everywhere like, wow, the Magic really did good with this pick. And this is my point of where people can get into a state of the piling on on social media. Jed Howard was always a great pick, uh, but you see some commentators say Jed Howard at pick 11 or 12 or whatever it is, that's too high. Just because that person said it's too high does not mean it's true because he was picked over Grady Dick or a couple other fellows. Jed Howard clearly was a top 12 pick in his draft class. Amazing talent. And, I mean, if you scouted the draft, you would have saw that it's pretty obvious. So people that did not scout the draft, We'll, we'll get footnotes here and there, Stephen A. Smith style, and say, oh, that's a bad pick. But it's really not if you did your homework. The Magic could possibly have a guy that's going to get some nice minutes this year because he fills that three-point role plus more. Next, Kobe Jones, nine points, one silver game. That's really impressive on the Sacramento team and only 15 minutes per game. <clears throat> He's going to be a backup guard possibly in the G League all season, but it's nice that you can show what you can do when given time. Next, Jairus Walker, nine points, five boards, two assists, one steal, one block. Mr. Do-It-All for the Indiana Pacers. I think he has a really good chance of getting minutes on this team. I mean, possibly starter minutes on this team. He will be competing with Obi Toppin, but other than that, Jairus Walker is no reason not to use him 25 to 30 minutes per game, I think. But we'll see what they do with Obi Toppin and how they split those minutes. Next, we have Brandon Miller. Yes, we finally got to Brandon Miller, 16th ranked in scoring, but he averaged eight points, six boards, and one steal per game. Up and down preseason, better than his summer league, but, you know, he uh, has struggled a little bit, uh, but he shows the flashes that you want to see. So, we will see if he will continue to get better. I think it's going to be a lot of growing pains, a lot of, you know, he, he shot horrible from the three-point percentage. I mean, it's not even 10%. So, um, but we're just going to keep on rooting for Brandon Miller and hope those flashes become more of a consistent thing for him and he averages it out because he has a great opportunity with Miles Bridges Suspended the first 10 games, and who knows what's pending for him. But Brandon Miller, talent's there. Got to put it all together. Next, Leonard Miller, eight points, five boards, one steal, one block from Minnesota, showing players why he should have been a first-round selection. That was pretty obvious to everyone that knows what they're doing. But in only 13 minutes per game, he put up these points and rebounds. I would love to say him play a lot more in the regular season, but he's on Minnesota where he's kind of buried. So we will see what happens. And when you're a rookie and you're not starting, you can either fill in every now and then or just not play at all. So we'll see what they do in Minnesota, but they have a great uh, 
prospect with Leonard Miller. Next, Nick Smith for the Hornets. A lot of good flashes and only 14 and a half minutes per game. Eight points per game. 33% from three. Not many other stats, but he showed himself pretty well, I would say. Um, and like with a lot of players messing up, knuckleheads on the Hornets, guys are going to be given a chance to get minutes. And Nick Smith looked pretty good. <clears throat> Next, Kaysen Wallace. Seven points, one and a half steals per game. That's gonna, that's what's going to keep him on the court if he gets on the court, you know, and surpasses Trey Mann. Because right now, Kaysen Wallace is going to be a backup competing for minutes. But if he is a great defender, which he's always been known as for the most part, <laughs> Kaysen Wallace should compete very well and probably surpass Trey Mann as far as minutes. Uh, getting those steals is crucial and locking down point guards because Josh Giddy is not like the best point guard defender. Shea is not the best point guard defender. Lou Dort is. <clears throat> you have Lou Dort and Casey Wallace out there. I mean, it'll be hell for the offense on the other side of the ball. Next, Grady Dick, seven points, one steal, one block per game, 47% from three. That's what you want to see. And uh, the Raptors have Scotty Barnes just got injured a little bit. So Grady Dick may have more of an opportunity to play. And let's go to Kobe Brown, seven points, one steal, one block for the Clippers. Don't think he'll get much of a chance to play this year. Brandon Prozemski, Golden State, seven points, five and a half boards, five and a half assists, one steal. That's what you want to see from a rookie point guard. Kind of like TJ McConnell-like. That's what you want. You know, those assists are vital. Next, Tamani Kamara, seven points, one steal, one block. He was traded from Phoenix to Portland. We'll see if he can crack the rotation. Phoenix loved him, but Portland has a bit of a logjam in the minutes category. Next, Gigi Jackson, six and a half points per game. He possibly could have some opportunity here with Steven Adams being ruled out for the entire season. Yes, they do not play the same position, but I think that you move Jaron Jackson up to the five. There's no four truly on this team, but um, Gigi Jackson can fit right in there. I think it'll be a great fit. Uh, There will be growing pains, but it'll pay dividends in the long run to get Gigi this experience. Next, Bilal Kulabali, six and a half points, four boards, three steals, and one block per game. So if you're playing fantasy, uh, you want those steals. Bilal Kulabali should have plenty of opportunity to get minutes and plenty of opportunities to grow offensively. He's still a little raw, but he's got the long arms in the frame to do some damage defensively <clears throat> while Jordan Poole and Kyle Kuzma shoot every shot available. Next, Trace Jackson Davis, six points, four and a half boards, and one block per game for Golden State. Small chance he can get in there, crack the lineup, but, you know, they did have bring in Dario Sarge, so I don't know if Trace will get that much time, but we will see. Kobe Bufkin, seven points per game, not much else. He'll be a next-year type of prospect. I don't think he'll play much for the Hawks unless there's an injury. Andre Jackson for the Bucks. Bucks, same boat. Six points, four boards, one steal. Bucks don't really play rookies. <laughs> They're trying to win. We will see what happens. He can run the floor, very athletic, but I don't know about that. Uh, Derek Lively, second leader in blocks. Not much 
else, I mean, six points, you can do better than that. Five boards as a seven-footer, you got to do better than that. And two blocks per game. You love the two blocks, so we'll see. There has been talk that he will be starting for this team. As skinny as he is, he will be starting at center. Uh, I don't think that's going to work on every night. That will work some nights. But I think they're going to be throwing him out to the Wolves, depending on the matchup. So Derek Lively, and he's going to just throw him to the Wolves. We'll see if he survives. That's all I can say. They need to put Rashawn Holmes in there or somebody with some bulk or girth to help him out. But that's going to be fascinating to see him with the Mavs and how that plays out. Chris Murray for Portland, five points, four boards, one and a half steals. I expected a little bit more from Chris Murray, being that he's a senior. But, you know, he's still a rookie. He has a little bit of a ways to go. Um, Jaime Jaquez, 13 points and seven boards. He's way down here because he only played one game. So I didn't see if he got hurt in that game or not, but most of these guys played three or four games. So he's on the list, but I want to see more. He got hurt in the summer league. So if he got hurt in the preseason, that's not a good sign, but we will see. And last but not least, Visele Misich, like I mentioned with the Thunder, if he is a rookie, those five and a half points, six assists, and one steal. Very impressive, especially those six assists, because I mean he was he was he was just very comfortable out there playing at his own pace, playing like Luca plays at his own pace, and was able to get any pass he wanted against the defender. So that was very impressive. I don't know how much he will play because they don't need a point guard. And like I said, his style is unorthodox, but Visele Misic looked very good running the point. Now, I hope that guys, I hope that got you all caught up for the regular season, which starts today, October 24th, 2023. That's your quick preseason recap. It was wild. It was furious. It was amazing. I'm just glad no one had any serious injuries. So let's hope we have a great season for our rookies this year. I'm sure we will. Who's going to win rookie of the year? Who's going to be in the all-rookie team? First and second team. We will see what happens. I already kind of predicted that early in the season. But if you want a new recap, I'll be on it this week. So enjoy the NBA season. We're back, baby. (laughs) I'm out of here. Till next time, like, subscribe, all that good stuff. Peace.